playing with myself. I play with myself all day long. Welcome back to the Spirit of South Park podcast. I'm your host, Drew, joined as always by my co-host, Matt. How you doing today, Matt? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty full. <laughs> full? Um, what could you possibly be full of? <laughs> uh, I'm full of McRibs. Ah, uh, yes, it is McRib season. The McRib is back. If you haven't heard, if you don't have a TV or a radio or anywhere, uh, that McDonald's is shoving that down your throat, um, literally and figuratively. Um so, Matt, why don't we just jump into the story? Why are you full of McRibs? So, we have <laughs> Drew and myself are in a fantasy football league together, um, which actually does fantasy baseball as well. So, I don't remember who started it. I think it was actually Drew who asked the group uh, if we think we could all eat 50 McRibs combined out of the 10 <laughs> of us. Um, so, we, we talked about it a little bit. The next morning, one of the guys went to McDonald's and got five McRibs. Uh, he ended up eating four of them. Um, fell short of the goal. Right, fell short. Um, so this went back and forth a couple of times. Um, and we had one guy try and eat six, and he ended up eating, what, he ate three out of the six he got? Three, okay. yeah. I, I feel bad for the three McRibs he it was didn't very, eat. How do you think right, they right. feel? It was very disappointing. Um, so what I did is I said, all right, here we go. Let's get let's let's get this thing over with. This is, this is not going to be a competition. <laughs> So I went and got six and uh, polished them off. And it's gone. All of them. All of them. It's gone. It's all gone. All Beginning six. to end. Like over the course of Saturday? Uh, yeah, over the course of like an hour Saturday. An hour on Saturday. You ate six McRibs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't take um, long. I mean, I just I got to work. <laughs> how, how much did you hate yourself after that? Um, Let's just say it's now Tuesday night. I... <laughs> I'm still like in pain and suffering from this. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So just a little background on this. Uh, the guys in the group text were just talking about how great the McRib is. And I said, oh, we should do a challenge because they were talking about doing a contest. I said, we should see if as a group we can eat 50 in a day. And obviously I was just joking around, but some of them took it seriously. And uh, that's that's what led to Matt's 10 days of indigestion. Oh, it's, it's going to um, end up being more like a month of indigestion. <laughs> uh, the 12 days of indigestion. We can turn it into a Christmas song. Um, and obviously we know what number six is going to be. It's going to be McRibs. Right. Um, I, am, I am both appalled and amazed at your accomplishment. Uh, when, when the bar stood at four, I thought, yeah, I could eat five McRibs. I could beat that. Uh, but when I found out that you had polished off six, I knew there was no way, and I decided to save myself the pain and anguish. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, the other thing stopping me is a McRib costs like four fifty, almost five bucks. There's no way in hell I'm spending twenty bucks on McRibs. I don't care how good they are. I don't care what the situation is. Yeah, it's so not what happening. You, what I ended up doing is uh, when I went there, I actually got two drinks too, because <laughs> um, you know you don't want the people at McDonald's okay. thinking that you're. You're doing this all for yourself, right? <laughs> so you have to make it seem like you're getting right. six of them. So, so it's two people exactly. eating three McRibs. Exactly. It's so much exactly. better. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that oh. was like the first time I think I've spent over like twenty five dollars at McDonald's on myself. So <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully yeah, the, last the last time too. Sure. 
I I mean, I am disgusted oh. with myself, but also I am a winner, okay? I am very competitive I am and a I won. Hey, you you get to wear that dub the rest of your life exactly. and take it and run with it. <laughs> um we spent five minutes on that story, but it was absolutely worth it. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I do. Um, let's move on with the show. Um, no new announcements. Uh, we're just kind of plugging along here and uh, ready to get into episode 2.2. Cartman's mom is still a dirty slut. The uh, uh, conclusion to the cliffhanger that left us off on scene, or season one. Um, loose ends. Do we have any loose ends we need to tie up from our last episode? Matt? I don't believe I have any. Um, I was going to say, so I've got uh, a couple people at work who now know about the podcast and I think will be tuning in a few oh. times. Um, so yeah, hopefully we gained a few there. Um, so okay. if you're listening to this, hello, it- this is the Matt that you know on a daily basis. And yes, I did eat six <laughs> McRibs. <laughs> Um, have they given you any feedback yet from, from listening? Uh, any thoughts there? No, not yet. Um, just in brief conversations, they've all enjoyed it so far. So Yeah, that's the thing I find, too. Is every now and then, like, we've been doing this long enough now, and I'm talking to people. It's starting to come out that I host a podcast, um, which I still feel really weird telling people because who doesn't <laughs> host a podcast these days? <laughs> right. And then when they ask what it's about, it's like, oh, you know, it's just you know South Park. I'm a 34-year-old <laughs> man hosting a podcast about an animated show. But it's way cooler than anything you do. So Right, exactly. <laughs> um, I'll just finish up the Terrence and Philip episode saying that by the more I think about it, it was funny, but it was just a waste of time. Yeah. Um, it was like, just come on and give us this episode. Yes. And after watching this episode, I'm glad that we were able to get to this episode. Yes. Um, no score changes for me after one episode. Any score changes for you, Matt? Nope. Okay, so we each have six remaining for the rest of the season. Um, So let's get in a little deeper into episode 2.2. Cartman's mom is still a dirty slut. I will start with my preview that will be posted on our blog. And this is probably the smallest preview I've written to this point. Uh, The conclusion to the cliffhanger from season one is here. Once again, I don't specifically recall this episode... There is a moment in another Season 2 episode that parodies this episode that I remember like the back of my hand. I'm interested to see how the parody compares to the real thing. My quest for more information on this episode provides nothing of substance. I could dig further into the plot, but at this point I'm fairly certain I've never seen this episode. Some South Park expert I am, right? Matt and I will be enjoying this one as newbies together. And as I watch this episode, I realized... If I've seen it, I've only seen bits and pieces of it. I had never seen the whole thing in its entirety, which is probably why I watched it twice. Um, at this point, if you're playing along with us at home, go ahead and pause and uh, watch it on your own, on your, your favorite illegal stream or DVD or HBO Max, whatever you've got. Um, is that what it's called, HBO Max? It is. Disclaimer, oh. we do... I obviously don't subs- right, right. <laughs> subscribe we, to it. We, we do not encourage illegal <clears throat> streams. We're just saying that if that's what you use, go for it. Yeah, we know how the world works. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead and pause now, and uh, we will see you on the other side with our scores and yours as well. That's it. I'm out of here. All right, Matt. Let's get to the plot review. All righty. Um, so this episode begins right where... The last episode of season one ends with Mephesto getting ready to announce who Cartman's dad is. Um, so he's he's standing there getting ready to announce it, and suddenly the lights go out and Mephesto is shot. 
Um, so Mephesto's down. He's not able to announce it. Uh, the suspense continues to grow. Um, so Chef and the four boys uh, hurry to take Mephesto to the hospital. Uh, during this, uh, Cartman's mom runs off and is trying to get a 40th trimester abortion. Um, <laughs> it just sounds also so Also, at the same time, America's Most Wanted shows up to South Park, and they want to reenact and broadcast this story. Um, the shooting of Mephesto. Exactly. Um, during all of this, there is a snowstorm that hits South Park. So the four boys and chef get trapped at the hospital uh, with a very low amount of power left in the generator. America's Most Wanted and most of the town get stuck at the filming for America's Most Wanted. And Cartman's mom continues to sleep with the congressman and the governor and doesn't get much achieved <laughs> in the way of a 40th trimester abortion. Um, she works her way up the ladder. Yes, she does. Um, now, as this kind of develops, cannibalism begins to set on at the filming of America's Most Wanted. Uh, now, keep in mind... <laughs> They only been there for uh, what did they say four hours, and they yeah they'd been snowed in I think for four hours right. and then they start to discuss cannibalism right and they begin eating people, um, and also as this continues to develop, Cartman's mom then sleeps with the president of the United States. Um, she actually finds out that she was trying for adoption and not abortion. <laughs> um, they end big up, difference right um, back at the hospital. Uh, they send Kenny out alone to go turn on uh, the backup generator to get power back on at the hospital. This does end up working, and Mephesto is saved, and we finally figure out that Cartman's dad is his mom. The mind-blowing reveal. <laughs> um yeah, I think you covered everything pretty well there. I added in what I needed to as you went along. Yeah, there was just, um, there was like, I was typing this plot review, and I'm like, my goodness, there's like six different storylines going on at the same, I was like, this is a lot so to So many out. twists and turns, yes. Yes, there's a lot that goes on with it, and it is it is such a good episode. Matt and I originally planned to record this two nights ago, and we were messaging each other. It's like, there was so much going on in that episode, I need to watch it again to break it down, like to just get a grasp of what was going on. We both felt that way. Um, so here we are a couple nights later, uh, ready to go again. So, um, yeah, what were your overall reactions to this episode? Um, my overall reaction, like I said, there was a lot going on. Um, and we'll, I'll, we'll obviously dive into some details, but there was a lot of things that were funny. Um, I enjoyed the multiple storylines. Each of them added, like, its own little flavor uh, to the episode, uh, as well as sure. comedic value. Um, so... As a whole, I did really enjoy this episode. I agree. I think, you know, this was a big moment for them to come back with their, their season two episode, The Big Cliffhanger. And I think it delivered everywhere that it needed to deliver. Like, it was an appropriate um, ending to the two-part episode, you know. I thought uh, there with the, the multiple... Um, plot lines and so much going on. I thought they did a really nice job of giving the viewers a lot to laugh at, giving them a variety of characters and a variety of just things in South Park that belong in South Park. Like, right. 
when I was thinking about the South Park factor for this episode, it might have been the easiest one to give the extra point for. You know, I would agree. It was that, that obvious, um, but it was a a very good episode. I'm interested to see where it falls. I don't know if it's quite going to be our number one overall with our scores combined, but I expect it to be top three. Um, I'm in I'm in concurrence with that. <laughs> Do you even know what that means, or did you just make up a word? I I, I think that was the right word. <laughs> 100%. I'm not 100% sure what I know what that means. So, <laughs> hey, I was um, so so uncertain. I said 100% twice. 70, so. 75% of the time I'm right 50% of the time. So, let's get to it. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get started on our character scores, I'm going to talk about our shitty scoring system. Our character scores <clears throat> consist of 22 points for the core four that is 3 points for each character. And then 10 points total for all secondary characters combined. And then we have our episode score, which includes factors like relevance, irreverence, laugh score, which are all five-point categories. And then our personal score, which is a seven-point category. And then we have the extra point of, of our episode scoring system, which is a one-point category that we call the South Park factor. All right. Matt, go ahead and get into character scores. All right. So, as always, we'll start off here with Stan. Um, so, Stan, like, honestly, I feel like his biggest role in this episode was the fact that he did not like the hospital. Um, yes. That was kind of the main recurring thing with him. Um, there's obviously the very quality moment when Stan pukes into the open heart surgery. <laughs> Um, yes. And then there's also the moment when the doctor is digging the needle. He's like, oh, yes, you can hear it scraping on the bone. And then he finally gets <laughs> in and he's like, oh, he's hemorrhaging. And his head fell off. And then Stan, and run, and then Stan runs off and uh, the the doctor goes, ah, I guess some people just have a weak stomach. Right. Um, right. Yeah, he laughs pretty hard at that. But, yeah, so that was like – that was like me – like – the main things with Stan outside of that. I mean, there wasn't a ton to him. Um, but yeah, can I say it? Go for it. Stan was Stan. Stan was Stan. I agree. I agree. <laughs> and, uh, for that main reason, I like, he wasn't overly involved, but he did enough to where Stan was Stan. So I gave him a two. I think that's a fair score. I came in a little higher than you. Um, because while Stan was Stan at the same time, he was known, like his presence was there, you know. Mm -hmm. A lot of times in these episodes, if a character, they can fade into the background. And honestly, I don't feel like any of the core four faded into the background. I think you were aware of their presence the whole time. Um, Stan was probably the least involved of all of them, I think. But he, he still had enough involvement in the episode that you're like, oh, yeah, Stan was there. This is what he did, you know. The whole the whole storyline of him being sick at the hospital and and not wanting to be at the hospital. It was something that kind of kept coming up. It was a recurring theme, so you were aware of it throughout the episode. Mm -hmm. um, because of that, and like you said, with the, the throwing up in the incision and all that kind of stuff, it was just uh, random, but Stan was involved, and so I gave him a 2.4. Okay. Um, all right, so moving on to Kyle here. Um, Kyle was uh, similar in ways... Um, so his main thing in this episode was the 
Uh, at least the way I saw it was him messing with Cartman with the Come Sail Away song. Yes. Um, and how Cartman could not do anything else if he did not hear the rest of the Come Sail Away song. So he had to he had to finish singing Come Sail Away by Sticks before he could do anything else if he heard the beginning of it. Um, and I personally thought that was absolutely hilarious the way that Kyle kept messing with him. Um, so I gave Kyle yes. a, a score of a 2.3 here. Um, you know, I, I agree a lot of the things you said. And this is something you don't really know. That's a very iconic thing in the South Park universe. Cartman singing Come Sail Away. So... There was, I believe it's on the Chef Aid CD, and that's, I know you don't know what that means. There was a CD <laughs> that South Park released, um, and we'll talk about that later once we get to that point in the show. Um, but it is, you know, there's a portion of it where Cartman sings Come Sail Away with Sticks. I had no idea any of this existed. I didn't know this episode was where the origin of that was. And honestly, and I'm pretty sure my cousin Jason that I always talk about was the same way here too. I didn't know Come Sail Away was a song actually written by a band until like years later. Like I was in high school or college what? before I knew that. I just thought it was something that Cartman sang on South Park. Oh my I didn't know goodness. it was a real song. I know. I know. That's something um, that I knew that you didn't for a while. I, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Especially especially at that age, right? Um, but yeah, I'd never heard that song. And the first time I ever heard that song, I'm like, oh my God, this is a real song. You know, this isn't this isn't something made up on South Park because the song itself is kind of out there, right? And it's like, oh yeah, it's something that just, you know, was made up for South Park. No. And that's how I learned that. So thank you, South Park. Um, yeah. South Park has a way of teaching people things and there's, there's a lot there too, but uh, we'll touch on that later. Anyway, back to Kyle's score. Um, same things you said, the... The way he continued to mess with Cartman with that throughout the episode was just hilarious. It was like when when he would start to get a little whiny or a little cranky about not knowing who his dad was, Kyle would do that, and it would be like, oh, just put him back on track. Like, you know, you give a baby a passy kind of thing. <laughs> so anyway, uh, same reasoning. My score is a little higher. I came in with a 2.6 for Kyle. Okay. Um. All right. Moving on to everybody's favorite little fat boy. Uh, Eric Matt? Cartman. Oh, oh. wow. Okay. Eric Cartman himself. <laughs> um, so Cartman in this episode, so he actually like, so he had a much less involved role than he has in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously the main thing that we had just discussed was the come sail away. And obviously the, the whole episode's revolving around him still trying to figure out who his dad is. Um, but outside of those two main things, I mean, he had a few small things here and there, but it was a surprisingly subtle episode for Cartman. Um, but, I mean, Cartman still just adds a lot of humor, specifically with the Come Sail Away uh, and all of that. Uh, so I, I gave him a 2.3 here. Oh, wow. That will go on record as being the lowest Cartman score you probably ever deliver. <laughs> I'm sure um, it is to date, yeah. I knew you were going to be lower on Cartman. I did not expect that low. Uh, I still gave Cartman a 2.8 because the episode was still focused around him. <clears throat> he was 
uh, within, you know, he wasn't his in-your-face self, but he was still a, a critically important character. And obviously, you know, I probably gave a few nostalgia points there for the Come Sail Away and that being the episode where that was introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thought, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a perfect Cartman episode, but within the role he was asked to play with with the whole situation of finding out his dad, I thought I thought he was uh, very well used. So I came in with a two point eight. Okay. Um, so I actually just looked. I did give Cartman a lower score one time on Tom's rhinoplasty. <laughs> well, that episode doesn't count. <laughs> right. That shitty episode. Um, okay. Moving on to Kenny here. So, Kenny, this was what I like to refer to as an honorary episode for Kenny. Um, he was very heroic. Um, so, yes. I'll just go ahead and go into his death because um, that was his main, obviously his main thing here. Um so when they needed to get the power back on at the hospital, the doctor decides to split everyone into two teams. Um, so there was Team A, which was <laughs> the doctor, his assistant, Chef, Stan, Kyle, and Cartman. Uh, and then Team B was Kenny. So the <laughs> responsibilities were split up so that Kenny has to go through the sewer up outside and get the backup generator turned on while team a sits inside the hospital and drinks hot cocoa and watches TV where there's a window where Kenny can see them. Um, yes. so Kenny goes down, he goes through the sewer and he gets to the top when he, after he gets out of the sewer, he is then told, Oh, there's a heated pathway you could have taken instead. <laughs> and then of course, Kenny gets a little upset um, and you can you can actually tell what he says a little bit. Um, something along the lines of, are you freaking kidding me? Uh, something <laughs> like that. Um, okay. But then what happens is Kenny then gets to the backup generator, and they find that a wire is split, uh, then causing the circuit to not be complete. So Kenny then completes the circuit with his body and sacrifices himself to save Mephesto and everyone else in the hospital. Yeah, it's kind of funny at that point, too, because uh, uh, everybody on the walkie-talkie is like, no, Kenny, don't do it. And Cartman's like, yay, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was it was pretty funny. Um, but I gave Kenny a score of a 2.9. I think that's very well-deserved. Um, Kenny actually has my favorite quote in this episode. Oh. So I'm not going to drop it yet. But in my opinion, this was Kenny's best episode so far. All the things you just talked about, um, <clears throat> his quote that I will talk about. Um, and then at the very beginning, like, you know, this is a continuation of the last episode. At the very beginning, Kenny just magically reappears. Like, they make a point of it to see him, like, materializing out of nothing. And Stan's like, oh, hi, Kenny. I Yeah, I noticed that, too. That was pretty funny. <laughs> and so it's just like, hey, Kenny's back, and everything's good to go for another episode. Um, but because of all those things... I came in a little higher than you, and I gave Kenny the full three. Oh, nice. I was wondering yes. if you were going to go there. Yeah, I, I had to. It was it was his best episode, and it wasn't wasn't even close yeah. in, in my mind. So It was good. Um, okay, so going on to secondary characters here. So remember that this one is out of ten. 
So in this episode, we had a slew of secondary characters. So many secondary characters. Um, I was trying to, to list a bunch of them, and it was not easy. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and list what I've got. And I kept trying to think, and I'm sure I've missed a few. So go ahead and chime in where you feel you need sure. to. Um, so we had Chef, uh, Mephesto, Cartman's mom, Officer Bar Brady, uh, <laughs> the doctor at the hospital, the doctor's assistant. We had the America's Most Wanted staff. We had yep. Mr. Garrison, Uncle Jimbo, and the mayor. Eric Roberts. Yep. Um, which, quick note about Eric Roberts, I had no idea who he was, so I looked him up, and I still have no idea who he is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I was like, I was, this I, guy's not not been in anything I've ever heard of, <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, he's in his 60s or 70s. That's I. It was so unimportant, I already forgot how old he was, right. and I didn't bother to search for him again. Um, so if you're a big Eric Roberts fan, I apologize. I don't know. He might be like Julia Roberts' brother or something. That might be his claim to fame. I don't. I don't know. I was actually I'll worried to... about getting the question of if I knew who he was. Um, so no, I'm happy no. to know that you don't know who he is either. Yes, I will. I will give you points for not knowing who he was. Oh, so good job sick. today, Matt. Awesome. <laughs> um, other secondary characters. I think that was it. That's all I have in my notes. Anyway, there might be one or two more we missed, but nobody that was. Um, a major role within there, so for sure. Um, so oh, the nineteen ninety one Denver Broncos and oh. the other one I just thought of. Sorry, the announcer that kept coming oh, in. Oh yes, <laughs> throughout the episode. Anytime somebody would ask a question like "Who turned off the lights?" the announcer would come in and say, "Was it Officer Bar Brady? Was it Mr. Garrison?" Mm -hmm. Who it will was, America's Most Wanted cast first? <laughs> yes, yes. It, it was just a running gag throughout the show that I I thoroughly enjoyed. So. Yes, I actually I actually did have that in my notes under my laugh score. So uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot to list that as a secondary character. So thank you. Yes, um, no problem. But yes, so I mean, out of those, I mean, obviously, you have Cartman's mom uh, who's sleeping around trying to get a 40th trimester abortion <laughs> when what she really means is to give her son up for adoption. Um, you have Officer Bar Brady, um, who <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna save my favorite quote. Uh, my favorite <laughs> quote comes from him in this episode. Uh, you have the doctor uh, who employed some kids and a sh in a high school or a elementary cafeteria chef to help him out. Uh, and desperate uh, times call for desperate measures, right? And his assistant also <laughs> has no arms. Um, yes, because they're an equal opportunity employer. Um, and Which, then you've got, obviously, America's Most Wanted staff uh, who come in and have completely no regard for what actually is going on. They just care about the content, the content, the content. That's incredibly accurate. I hadn't really thought about it until you said that. But, man, that's like that's the world in a nutshell right there. Isn't it? It is. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, you got Mr. Garrison and Uncle Jimbo. Um, always a good time. Um, mainly the main thing for uncle Jimbo was his whole thing with how he started cannibalism, uh, after just yes. a few short hours of them being snowed in. Yes. It was Jimbo's idea. He's the one that started that discussion. Um, not even really a secondary character, but when they were casting for the America's most wanted thing and they actually had the reenactment, they had an actual person reenact Mr. Hat's part <laughs> yes. and it's like a brief, like two second appearance. And for whatever reason, I thought that was funny as hell. That was very funny. And then not only that, but like when they're reenacting it, they're like they're adding like all this like 
uh, drama to it. And it's like, does that bother you? Are you accusing me? <laughs> like all that kind of yes. stuff. Uh, it was yes. pretty funny. But anyway, secondary characters were very strong in this episode, so I gave them a nine. Okay. And uh, holding true to form with our scores so far, um, I came in a little higher with a 9.4. Wow. Yeah, secondary characters were strong. They carried a lot of it. They did. And honestly, this might be the the highest overall character score um, I've put out. I'm not sure. I'll have to go back and look. But the characters were strong. I mean, out of a possible 22 points, I gave a 20.2. Nice, um, nice. Uh, one more thing I was just noticing in my notes here, and it almost makes me want to go back and adjust Stan's score. But I had two Stan quotes that were... Um, pretty significant within within the show that I didn't use for my favorite quote, but uh, um, at the end there, when they're looking at Kenny's frozen body holding the the wire together, he says, "Do you think if we hit him with a shovel, he'd shatter?" <laughs> I remember which, that. Yes, which was good. And then right before that, when <laughs> when they reveal who Cartman's dad is, Stan says to Cartman, "Dude, you're a big fat ass, and your mom's a hermaphrodite." <laughs> hermaphrodite. That's what it yes. was. <laughs> Hermaphrodite. So, I. That's some pretty good stuff there. I'm I'm gonna consider a score change for Stan there, but just because of those two quotes. But yeah. Um, anything else you want to finish up with character score? I don't think so. That's all. So we came in at a composite of a nineteen point three five, uh, which is definitely a pretty high swing in character score. Oh, definitely. Um, um, so actually, I just looked through, did a did a brief uh, glance here. That's the highest composite character score we have had to date. Interesting. Is it is anything even close to it? Uh, no, there's nothing over 19. The closest one is... Volcano? Yes, Volcano at an 18.8. Wow. Okay, so we've got a, a record holder here. Um, that is interesting. Uh, before we go on to our episode scores, um, I would like to... Uh, tell you that this podcast is being brought to you by the McRib at McDonald's. Beefcake! Go out and, uh, you know, get one or six and and uh, make yourself feel miserable. Beefcake! Nice. Sorry, I had, to, I had to put in our first ad there. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> um, it's McDon- being McDonald's, by please the pay us. Yes, please pay us, McDonald's. <laughs> at least in McRibs. Give us free McRibs. Right. Just like, Although you'll probably never eat one again in your life. Right. Just like <laughs> six of them so I can give them away because I'm not touching one of those <laughs> goddamn things ever again. So I just got the mental image of you driving around town, like, throwing McRibs at homeless people <laughs> out of your car window. <laughs> Fucking take this shit. <laughs> I don't want it. Get it away from me. I can totally see that. Oh, my God. Um, that'll be our spinoff series. Look for us on YouTube. <laughs> I'm spinning, hitting homeless people with McRibs. <laughs> I, I'm imagining your YouTube channel being called Maddie McRibs. <laughs> Oh, something's wrong with us, and we're not even under the influence of anything. At least I, I don't think. Um, <laughs> so let's talk episode scores. Uh, this is probably where this episode takes a little bit of a dive. Uh, the characters were really strong. But with our scoring system, I think it was maybe hard to find some relevance and irreverence here. I'm interested to see kind of what you have to say. Hopefully, maybe you picked up on some stuff that I didn't. In terms of relevance, you know, this... Uh, Episodes coming out in April of 1998, and things that were relevant to that time, pretty much the only thing I came up with was America's Most Wanted. That was probably a lot more popular show back then, something that was a little more 
um, in the know, and they chose to you know keep that as part of what they were doing. So th- there's some relevance there. Um, <clears throat> you know, and looking looking back on it, I guess you could say there's some relevance there as well uh, with the politicians. You know, they featured a cartoon version of Bill Clinton, who was a president at the time mm-hmm. or the president at the time, who had also <laughs> been known for having trouble with women. Um, so yeah, I'd say that was pretty relevant as well. So while it wasn't super strong, it did enough to you know keep it from being at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, so I gave it a two point four. Okay. Um, so yeah, you uh, actually you 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 named off pretty much everything I had listed here. Um, obviously, you had America's Most Wanted. Um, yeah. So I mean, I was at, I was a little bit lower than you. Uh, I was at a two point three, uh, but very close, very similar. I'm honestly surprised we were that close. Really? I kind of thought that would be one where you would come in uh, a little bit lower there, but I'm glad that that we were close. Um, Irreverence. Uh, This was another one that was kind of hard to find some stuff. But if you thought about it, you know, I mean, they made a big deal out of abortion. Um, They kind of picked on hospitals and police officers just with how they portray Bar Brady on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. up to this point in doing this show, this has probably been the biggest revelation for me, seeing how they portray Barb Brady as just a dumb cop. And for whatever reason, that just never really struck me before, but now I'm seeing it all the time, and it's like, man, they're just hammering that. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, another part of the irreverence there as far as I'm concerned. And um, just like the, the way the parents were portrayed at the point of... Uh, they were talking about, you know, wanting to keep the town safe and do what was safe for their kids. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, where are our kids? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought that was kind of another uh, another connection there. I feel like I kind of had to reach for straws on some of this, but I think it was there. Um, and because I felt like there was more reverence there than relevance, I came in with a 3.3. Okay. Um, so I there was a couple other things that I kind of saw as well um was the whole abortion thing yeah um with cartman's mom uh and uh how they were kind of mocking that a little bit and then um yeah on top of that with cartman's mom was kind of that stigma (laughs) about uh surrounding like women and like sleeping around in politics like get policies passed and whatnot and how like that's like a thing that I don't think necessarily happens, but is always like joked about. Um, so yeah. I kind of included that in there as well. Um, so I put my irreverence score at a four. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, and especially with something like abortion to be such a hot topic issue too. Um, and, and they did a, a really nice job of kind of dancing around it. They didn't, they didn't address it head on, but they kind right. of went, you know. Like, obviously, a 40th trimester abortion is an insane concept. Right. Because it's not a real thing, and it's just murder at that point. Exactly. Um, um, and so they were able to keep a, a, an air of comedy about it without making it uh, too kind of in your face. Exactly. And the, and I think the main reason I put it in there was because the moment that she's talking to the person at um, Planned Parenthood that they put in the show. Unplanned. Unplanned. unplanned that's what it was. What unplanned Parenthood. It. Um, was uh, how she was like, oh, there's laws about having it after your second trimester. And she was like, why? It's my body. I, get, I should be able to do what I want. 
Um, and it was just like, whoa, irreverence right there. Like just yeah. glaring. Yeah. So I feel like I had to put it in there. Definitely. That's a, that's a good call there. And that's, uh, jumped out to you more than it did me, but I, I like that you caught that. You're growing so fast. Hey, thanks dad. <laughs> Probably those six McRibs you ate. <laughs> I keep, I keep calling back to that. Can't help it. I'm still hurting um, from that. Beefcake. Beefcake. <laughs> Uh, laugh score. This episode had a lot of laughs all the way throughout. Whether you're looking at, you know, Miss Cartman's path to get the abortion that that uh, was there, the America's Most Wanted thing, and the additions there were just a little far fetched, but funny all the way out. Especially when you see how uh, Mr. Garrison um, auditions for his own part to play himself and doesn't get it. Which I thought was was about on par for Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the couple stand quotes I dropped there, the big reveal in itself, where you find out that Cartman's mom is his dad. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, uh, so much so much good stuff to laugh at there the whole time. So I almost gave it a, f- a perfect score. I came in with a four point eight. Oh man, okay, so. I laughed a lot at this episode. Um, as you mentioned, you had the constant um, announcer throughout the episode. Yes. You had the you had Cartman and the "Come Sail Away" recurring theme there. Um, yep. Uh, as I just mentioned before, you had Cartman's mom sleeping with all of the politicians. Um, <laughs> Kenny being the only one sent out on Team B. Um, <laughs> Cartman's mom ends up being his dad. Um, and then you also had cannibalism in there as well. That whole skit. In Good there. point. Good point. Um, so I did go the distance here and give it the perfect five. I I think that's respectable. Um, I can't really make an argument against it because I was so close. And now that I'm thinking about it with my 4.8, I don't know what they could have done differently that I would have gone all the way. Um, I might just be a hard ass with my laugh score. That might be the, <laughs> uh, the final answer there. So personal score. This is where I had a little bit harder time coming up with a score because I didn't have the nostalgia to draw back on. This was the first time I'd ever seen this episode. And the thing that helped me overcome my fear of, you know, not having the nostalgia there to rely on was the fact that there was some nostalgia connected to Come Sail Away. You know, with that being such a large piece of the early South Park universe like that's a big deal and to know that this episode is where that started that was that was a a big piece for me and so i still came in with a high personal score and another part of my personal score is just that it was a very high quality episode it was it was the conclusion to a cliffhanger and it was a worthy conclusion it wasn't like uh game of thrones you know crapping something out in their last season or whatever they did i've never watched it but i've heard stories so you know, I, I thought they did a nice job of delivering where they needed to, the inclusion of the Come Sail Away and that being where it originated. I gave a personal score of a 6.2. Okay. Um, so I really, really liked this episode. Um, when, I, when, it get, when it got to the personal score, um, I, I mean, I just had to think about how much I laughed. Um, mm-hmm. how balanced this episode was between the core four and the secondary characters. That's a good point. Um, and it, it didn't feel like the secondary characters owned it, and it didn't feel like I was just watching Stan, Kyle, Cartman, and Kenny. 
Um, yeah. And, like, when I watched this episode, like, this was, like, the first time where I was like, this is what I imagined South Park to be. This is fantastic. I, I love this. Um, not saying I didn't love mm-hmm. any previous episodes, but, like, I got done watching this episode, and I'm like, I am very happy right now. Like, um, yeah. so I didn't see. I'm glad I spent my time watching that. Right, exactly. I didn't see any way around it, so I gave it a perfect seven. You came in full. Wow. That's awesome. Because um, to me, as an old fan, you know, who had never seen this, but, you know, I've, I've got enough knowledge of everything that's gone on around the time in the show. Um, you know, to see you come in at a point where you feel that way with your personal just feelings about the episode, that's huge. You know, that's... Uh, like I said, you're growing up so fast. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, that might is that the first seven anybody's given on a personal. We'll look that up here in a little bit. Yeah, we'll have to. It's look definitely on that. higher than our combined two point two from the last episode. <laughs> yes, but, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd say it's very, very deserving of of that. Uh, it goes without saying that we are both going to give the extra point here for the South Park factor. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. As we look at our numbers here, um, wow, that comes in with a, wow, our scores were almost identical again for the total. Um, <clears throat> oh, really? I didn't even notice that. Uh, total score, Matt came in with a 37.8 out of 45. I came in with a 37.9 out of 45. So we were one-tenth of a point off there. Um, I had the higher character score, you had the higher episode score. And so while you're totaling up and finding out where that goes in our rankings there, let's talk about our favorite moments and our favorite quotes. Um, let's, which one do you want to start with, Matt? I'll let you pick. Um, let's do moments first. Okay. Um, my favorite moment... Um, as I mentioned, I actually talked about it a little bit earlier, is it's subtle, but it, it made me laugh just because it brought attention to the moment, was when Kenny reappears at the beginning of the episode. He just pops back in, and everybody's like, oh, hey, Kenny. And like nobody makes a big deal about it. It's just like like uh, you're restarting a video game level, and your character comes back. It's like, oh, there's <laughs> Kenny. Um, and so I thought that was kind of fun, and it kind of ties in with my favorite quote, too, Uh but yeah, Kenny magically reappearing was my favorite moment. What was yours? Yeah, so my favorite moment was Stan puking into the open heart surgery. <laughs> and all of the other boys are like, oh, sweet, cool. <laughs> and the doctor right away is like, nurse, I need the suction. Suction. Something like that. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. the fact that that's what causes the power to end up going out. Oh, it was fantastic. Yes. Yes. Um, favorite quote. I'm dying to hear yours. Yes. So I'm going to let you go first. So my favorite quote comes from Officer Bar Brady. Uh, it was towards the beginning of the episode when the America's Most Wanted team uh, shows up to South Park. So the mayor mentions something to Officer Bar Brady. She says, if we had, she said, Officer Bar Brady, imagine if we had a competent <laughs> police department. Uh, what would they do? And Officer Barbary goes, that's a good question. Let me think about it. And then America's Most Wanted talks about some stuff. And then Officer Barbary chimes back in. He goes, hey, I thought of something. Uh, no, wait, that's subtraction. <laughs> yes. As 
Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was a good uh, good laugh for me too. Like I said, that's one something. Or one thing that's really jumped out to me is just the way they they portray Barb Brady um, in the early seasons there, and he's going to have a starring role in an episode coming up here that I cannot wait to watch and get your feedback on. Um, all right, finally, who is your MVP of the episode? Uh, do you want to tell your quote first? Oh, yeah, that would be logical, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> my favorite quote from the episode was when Mephesto gets shot, and you hear Kenny mumble, Oh, my God, they killed Mephesto. <laughs> As you I would, missed at, that. Yes. And the only reason I catch it is because I watch with the uh, subtitles on, and I read that, and I went back and oh. listened, and you can tell that's what, what it's being said there because then it just follows up in in normal south park fashion with kyle going you bastard you know um mm-hmm. so yeah very very good moment very proud of kenny and his perfect score this episode Sweet. so who was your mvp matt yes so mine came down to two people it was between kenny and cartman's mom um i ended up going with cartman's mom Mainly because um, not only does she obviously end up being Cartman's dad as well, um, <laughs> but as I've mentioned a few times, the whole thing with her sleeping around trying to get this 40th trimester abortion when she actually means adoption was just like that side story that just added so much humor to it. Um, and it was like, I just really enjoyed it. And like at the end of the day, like when you think about it, she ended up being the main character in this episode. Uh, in in a roundabout way. That's true. Um, That's but then true. she also has that side plot where she's trying to do that, and it was just it, it to me it was MVP quality stuff. I agree. Um, and if I was taking the MVP seriously, like I should, that probably would have been my choice as well. Um, but I always try to go with something maybe that's a little off the beaten path that made me laugh a lot. Um, and in this case, my MVP for the episode was the announcer. Um, the constant cut-ins of who will, blah, blah, you know, uh, every, every time made me laugh. It's, it's a dumb, it's a gimmicky joke. And you know, who loves dumb gimmicky jokes? Me. <laughs> uh, Kyle confirmed, right? Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> to the two of you that get that joke, uh, you're welcome. But, uh, yeah, to me, it was definitely the announcer. Yep. I would agree. All right, Matt, where does this episode fall in line? So this episode's going to come in at a whopping third place. Third overall, really? Third overall. I so thought it was going to be higher than that. So did I, especially after uh, after we kind of put out our scores. This is kind of where I thought it was going to end up. Um, yeah. So as Drew had mentioned, it came in at a composite of a 37.85. Um, Volcano holds on to second place at a 38.8, and Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo is still the number one at 39.15. Hmm. What do you think about that? Do you think that's the right place for it? Um, I mean, obviously I gave it a perfect personal score, so I personally think it should be number one. But not – so I say that, but I also think that um, – the reason I gave it the personal score was because of how balanced it was. So it's not like all of these characters were getting perfect scores and whatnot. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think based on our scoring system, I think that this is where it belongs based on the scores that both of us gave it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was probably my favorite episode to date. And what's interesting to me is that it's almost a full point behind Volcano. I know. Um, 
I thought it was going to be a little closer than that. And I did say earlier in the show that I thought it would be a top three episode at least. And that's exactly where it fell. And I mean, there's pretty much three points between this and number four. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, if we were putting this in tiers, like ranking them by tiers, these first three episodes would easily be the top tier. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And so maybe, you know, I think it's the right place, but I, I, we both felt pretty strongly about those top two episodes. Yeah, I know. Um, like, this So it's is... hard to argue that. And this is I one don't... that's like, I feel like is going to stick around in both of our minds and we're going to be like, do we use some score changes here? Like... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is because it it like it does feel like it I it for me at least it feels like it should be closer to number 1. Yeah. Um and maybe I, it's I, just part of like the first season may like I don't know. Like I don't know what I'm trying to put words to even. <laughs> it feels wrong, but when you think about it logically, it's right. Exactly. That's what's like I think that's what's difficult. And I think where this episode lacks that keeps it from that those top two spots is relevance. Uh, yeah, probably. Because I think those were our, probably our two lowest scores throughout. Um, and, you know, I mentioned adjusting Stan's score, and it's not like that would vault it up or anything like that. The other thing that the other two episodes have um, that this one doesn't is one of us scored it in the 40s. Uh, you scored Volcano with a 40.4. I scored Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh with a 41. Um, so that's what I noticed too. Um, there, it's like there wasn't either one of us that gave it this this mind blowing score that just blew yeah. it out of out of the park. Yeah, um, this is easily the most time we've spent reflecting on where an episode fell. So maybe that tells us something. Yeah, um, I don't know what, but we'll let you decide that, the listener. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's interesting. I I I feel all right about where it's you, at. I'll leave it at you that. You know what the other interesting thing is. Is it's what's that? It's both of our individual number three. Okay, and I, then it has to be number three overall at this point, right? I I would think so. <laughs> I mean, I would I would assume so. Okay. Anything else we want to discuss here before we pack up our things and go? I think that is all. I think so too. Eat your microbes. So as always, I want to thank everybody for. Yes, trips. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, you know, friends, family, new listeners, um, people that randomly find us. I was looking at our data today, and supposedly we've got like seven percent of our listeners are in Australia. Um, Good eye, mates. That's wild. Yeah. See, I can't pull off an Australian accent, so I didn't even try. Um, <laughs> but if you uh, if you're in Australia, you need to reach out to us because I think it would be cool to talk to an Australian fan. Maybe, maybe it's just Matt, you know, using a VPN. But uh, anyway, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, as always, you can check out our haphazardly updated blog at www.thespiritofsouthpark.com. You can follow us on Twitter at the SOSP. I remembered it this time. And we have a Discord server that gets used from time to time, but I'm sure it'll pick up as we get more people in there. Uh, so if you're interested in checking out our Discord server, um, hit us up on Twitter or text or however you know how to get a hold of us. Email us, uh, thespiritofsouthpark at gmail.com, and uh, we can get you hooked up with that. Um, and finally, as always, thanks to our editor, Robinson Caruso, because he's lost at sea. And thank you to Alexander <laughs> Nakarada for writing our theme song. That was a shot. I couldn't help it. 
That's okay. Matt has no idea what that's a reference to anyway. Um, Matt, anything else? That is all. All right. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, be a good person, and we'll see you next time. Beefcake! Beefcake! Screw you guys! I'm a gang.